Welcome to Wednesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. If you like snacks or video games or both, Nerd News is for you today. And today in the Core 4, we're going to talk about birds and then in Hope for Humanity, bees. So we're talking about the birds and the bees today. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. The Core 4, the four headlines you need to know. By now, you've probably noticed the cost of eggs has gone up, and even in some stores like ours, they're completely wiped out. Mm -hmm. The topic of eggs and lack of eggs has even made its way into our group chat with our friends. But why are they so expensive? Well, if you listen to the Morning Show podcast last year, we talked a lot about the bird flu, and that's definitely one of the reasons why the cost of eggs has tripled in some states. Yeah, no chickens means no eggs. Yes, and by no chickens, Anthony means 58 million birds have been either infected with or euthanized because of the bird flu. That makes it the deadliest outbreak in U.S. history. Less birds means less eggs, which causes the prices to surge. But there's another reason we have less eggs right now, because we're eating more. More and more families are eating eggs as their main source of protein over meat. So much so that each of us eats about as many eggs as one hen can lay each year. It's not a bad time to look into building a backyard chicken coop. More information has come out regarding the classified documents found in an office which was used by President Biden when he served as vice president. According to multiple sources, the documents were found in November by the president's lawyers as they were closing up the office and they were reported to the National Archives. According to the initial reports, it looks like the documents were intelligence memos and briefings related to Iran, Ukraine, and the UK. With this info, a lot of people are trying to draw comparisons between Biden's classified documents and Trump's classified documents. So let's break down these similarities and the differences. First, both instances of either stolen or misplaced classified documents are not good. Obviously, they're not great for national security, and it's not a great look for the leaders of our nation, especially considering more and more people are losing trust in our government. Secondly, both instances are are being investigated by the Justice Department. And although everyone is allowed to have their suspicions, I think U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland did something pretty smart with the Biden documents. He handed over the investigation of those documents found in Biden's old office to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Chicago. The reason that's a smart move is because that office is one of the two remaining with a Trump-appointed attorney in charge. The other office is in Delaware, and that office is investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. The move was made to minimize the appearance of any conflicts of interest with attorneys appointed by President Biden. Now that we've talked about these similarities, let's talk about the differences. From what we know right now, the Justice Department is looking into less than a dozen documents labeled classified from the Biden office. In the Trump investigation, they're going through about 300 documents. In Biden's case, the documents were handed over allegedly when they were discovered. In the Trump case, however, they were held for over a year and needed an FBI raid to retrieve them. According to multiple sources, the White House and Biden's lawyers are cooperating with the investigation, while Trump and his lawyers are dealing with a second investigation related to interfering with the probe into the classified documents. These two investigations will probably dominate headlines for a while, so we will keep you posted when anything changes. 
We're now seeing the aftermath of some of the storms that have hit California. Sinkholes swallowed up cars, floodwaters ran rampant in homes, and even swept away a small boy. At least 17 people have died in California from a string of storms that began hitting the state last month. On Monday, more than a foot of rain fell in some parts of the state. Residents in areas near Yosemite National Park were told to pack up and evacuate just yesterday. Some parts of the state were hit with even more rain yesterday, and more is expected today. The Pentagon officially dropped its COVID-19 requirement across all branches of the United States military. The vaccine mandate was originally instituted by the Defense Secretary back in August of 2021, but the decision to repeal the mandate actually came from Congress. The stipulation to remove the COVID-19 vaccine requirements was added by Republican lawmakers in order to pass the 2023 National Defense Authorization Act. That kind of sounds like word salad, but basically, in order to get the votes needed to pass the budget for our nation's military, COVID-19 vaccination requirements needed to be dropped. So what does this mean? Obviously, active duty service members don't need to get the shot anymore, but the Secretary of Defense has said commanders do have the authority to consider someone's immunization status when deciding on assignments or deployment. Active duty service members who were discharged for refusing to get vaccinated will not be reinstated. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. It's a great start to the year for the honeybees. The U.S. Department of Agriculture approved the first ever vaccine for honeybees. This drug could protect bees from a bacteria called American fowl brood, which can take out entire colonies of bees. Oh, wow. But don't expect to see bees lining up at your pharmacy to get a vaccine. That would be weird. I know. They'll administer the drug by mixing it in with the sugar feed given to queen bees. And those bees will then go on to create worker bees and they'll have inherited the immunity from the queen bee. The vaccine will be distributed on a limited basis to commercial beekeepers and available for purchase in the U.S. this year. Your time is important, and the whole idea of this podcast is to give you everything you need to start your day and then set you free. So I'll make this super short. We have a newsletter, and it would be super cool if you made sure you were signed up for it. We promise not to spam you. We'll only send emails when we have something worthwhile to tell you. You can sign up for the newsletter by hitting the link in the description of this podcast episode. And if that doesn't work on your podcast platform, head over to the morningshowpodcast.com. That's the morningshowpodcast.com. Think quick. It's two second tunes. We're going to hop into the time machine, cruise down to the 2000s. Okay. And, And now we're going to take a tour of some pop, some rock, and some hip hop. But like it is it's like the last 22 years or are you giving us a time frame here? So the 20 the zeros okay. if you will. The zeros. The double zeros to the 09, that's where we're going to be. Um I think it uh Gen Z is calling it the knots. Is it the aughts? The aughts? Yeah, the aughts. Sorry. I don't don't do that. Amy (laughs) is here this morning from Locust Grove, Virginia, playing along. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. I think she was here because she was able to correct me. Amy, are you Gen Z? 
I'm a millennial. Okay, good. So an I'm elder just, millennial. Damn, girl. Oh, God. Okay, well, your contestant is also an elder millennial. Good morning, Amma. <laughs> yes, I am also an elder millennial. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah, and Amma's coming to us from Boston this morning. I think you might actually be our first contestant from the Boston area. I believe so. Yeah. Happy Better. to uh, represent. I'm probably the nicest one here. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what? I, I mean, I don't want to insult all Boston people, but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> no more than fair. And they, pr- frankly, take too much pride in being mean. This so. is true. However, the people I've met from Virginia, very kind. Yeah, yeah Almost yeah. all of them. <laughs> not the ones I've met. I, I know. I'm like, she's looking at you like, I don't know how to say this. She's all like, right. who did you meet? Well, regardless. Yeah, not from where I'm from. Okay. Regardless of the amount of rude neighbors both of you seem to have. Yes. We are going to jump into today's two second tunes taking a cruise around the early 2000s. Amy, here is your first two-second tune. Sexy back, Justin Timberlake. All right, starting off positively. Yep. Now we move over to Ama. This is your part of round one. Here is your two-second tune. That is Ponda Replay by Rihanna. Nice. Yes, it is. Bam. Both of you. Perfect round one. All right. Moving over quickly into round two. Amy, here's your two second tune. Uh, Evanescence and it's um, bring me to life or take, bring me, save me from the nothing. I <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I know it's Evanescence. Okay, you want to give us a song title as your final answer? Uh, bring Me to Life? <laughs> Two points. Yes. I was like, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at her like, oh no, stop. <laughs> I think everyone that was listening was like, no, just stay with your first answer. Just stick with Not it. me. I was like, talk yourself out of it. <laughs> Go ahead. No, my brain was like, you know the words and it has to be with the words, right? <laughs> All right, still perfect as we go into Ama's part of round two. Here is your two-second tune. Fat Look by Sum 41. Still perfect. It's going so fast. We've gone through the pop. We've gone through the rock. It is time to get into some early 2000s hip-hop. Okay. Amy, going back over to you. Remember, we're still all perfect, so the pressure is on. In round three, the hardest of the three rounds. Um, hold on. I know that. Hold on. Okay, holding. <laughs> Where did can't she go? No, 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 my kid. No, my kid had. I liked to move it, move it, blaring, and that's <laughs> distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you even hear the song? Yes, okay. I'm pretty sure that it's Little Wayne. And Little Wayne, I like to move it, move it, I believe is. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, that, yeah, I, I can't with more than one kind of music in my brain. I hear time. you. Well, you got one point. You did get one point. Yay! Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Lollipop <laughs> is the name of the song. That was going to be my guess, but then I was like, that can't be it. She that was going to be your guess, but you were listening to I like to move it, move it the whole time. It's very <laughs> tough to do two things at the same time. That does leave the door open. For Ama, if you get one point here, we move to the tiebreaker. Two points gives you the win, and zero points gives Amy the win. 
So everything is in your hands. Are you ready for your final two-second tune? Yes. Uh-oh. Can I hear it again? Unfortunately, unfortunately, you cannot. Nothing. Wow. Well, zero points. And that means I'm just in shock right now without stealing. I am, too. Amy is our winner. Oh, Oh, wow. Because Amy was able to get one point with a correct guess of little Wayne. Yes. uh, She takes the championship. Okay, Now, wait, I'm just going to be so mad because I can guarantee she knows this song. Anthony. Little uh, Cameron, Jewel Santana. Hey, Ma. Everybody knows that song. I am mad. Yeah. Amy, congratulations. Amy. Thank you. Not only did you beat beat Ama head to head, you also beat your own child (laughs) who was trying to distract you the whole time. Not beat that. Not that way. Not that way. Yeah, no. (laughs) I don't need CPS called on. No, no, no. (laughs) You defeated, I guess. Defeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well played in the face of distraction. Yeah, despite your son's best efforts, you still won. And I've got one question before we let you guys go. This one goes to Amy. Does your son really like this song, I Like to Move It, Move It? Or is it part of like Madagascar or something like that? Both. I turn the internet off on his iPad so he can't just sing it. <laughs> well, we will let you guys go. You can turn your internet back on for your whole family. Oh my God, I love it. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. It's time for a snack attack version of nerd news, Carla Marie. Love snacks. And this one is dedicated to all the Xbox nerds out there. Oreo and Xbox are teaming up for a special edition run of Oreos. I feel like Oreos haven't released any of those like new weird flavors. Yeah, and this is a big one. So Oreos will have the buttons from the Xbox controller printed on the cookie. Oh. So some of them will have like the A button, just Cute. a big A on there. Others will have the X or the Y, while others still will have the Xbox logo or a direction from the D-pad. And it gets even nerdier, Carla Marie. With this special Oreo Xbox collaboration, you'll be able to scan the box and then try to crack special combinations inspired by oh. cheat codes from games throughout Xbox's history. That's cool. The prizes from the collaboration are things like special armor in Sea of Thieves or Halo or vehicle skins in Forza Horizon 5. Sounds amazing. But I do have some bad news for my fellow gaming nerds and snack enthusiasts out there. The collaboration is only available in Europe for now. Why did they get everything? If you missed the live version of the Carla Marie Anthony show yesterday on Twitch, go to YouTube and watch it today. We take all of our live shows from Twitch and post them to YouTube later in the day so you can watch it on demand whenever it works best for you. And yesterday's show was ridiculous. Anthony shared some tips and facts he learned about going to a gentleman's club in Vegas. Yeah, you're going to want to watch that one. It's youtube.com slash Carla Marie Anthony show, or just hit the link below. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. It's not every day that we have literal breaking news in the Pop Stop, but this is huge and it's still developing. On Friday, Vince McMahon, who basically made professional wrestling what it is, came back from a very short retirement. Over the summer, he stepped down from running the WWE due to some sexual misconduct allegations and a reported $19 million in hush money. 
His daughter, Stephanie McMahon, then stepped down from her role as co-CEO yesterday afternoon. But late last night, around midnight on the East Coast, news broke that Vince sold WWE to Saudi Arabia's private investment fund. Since the news broke late Tuesday night, as I record this right now, there's no word from WWE representatives, Vince McMahon, or the Saudis about the sale. When Vince came back and took over on Friday, he allegedly hired JP Morgan to help facilitate the sale of his company. And until the news about the Saudis broke late last night, it looked like Comcast was leading the way as a prospective buyer, along with companies like Netflix, Amazon, and Disney all being considered. Like I said before, the reports are still unconfirmed by any of the participating parties, but this is a big deal, and for anyone owning WWE stock, the company would go back to being private, much like Twitter went from being public to private when Elon Musk bought the platform last year. The lineups for two huge music festivals happening this year have been revealed, Coachella and Bonnaroo. First up is Coachella. You've got Bad Bunny, Blackpink, Frank Ocean, Calvin Harris, Gorillaz, and obviously a ton more. The show is in Palm Springs, California, the weekends of April 13th or April 21st, whenever you want to go, but you should start saving now because tickets start at $499 and they go on sale January 13th. But then there's Bonnaroo. The lineup for that is Kendrick Lamar, Odessa, Foo Fighters, Paramore, Lil Nas X, and obviously a ton more there as well. That one is in Manchester, Tennessee, the weekend of June 15th, and tickets start at $320. Still a lot, but definitely less than Coachella. And they go on sale January 12th. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. There's so much fun stuff coming out of CES, but one of the coolest and most affordable things that's available right now is called the Hasbro Selfie Series. Anthony, have you seen these? I have not. Okay, you can create a superhero figure of yourself. Oh, cool. Like actually built by Hasbro? Yeah, so you use their app, take a selfie, choose the type of superhero you want. So it could be like G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, Marvel, or even Star Wars. I think I would go Marvel. You probably wouldn't expect this, but I think I'd go G.I. Joe. Yeah, of course you would. They were always so like cool and tough, and I've never been cool or tough. Exactly (laughs) why I thought you were going to say that. And then you customize your look, and they'll 3D print it for you as a superhero figurine that you can just add to your collection and mail it to you. So I think we need them. I think it's pretty cool, and it's a great gift if you've got a kid who's like a Spider-Man fan. You can make them... Spider-Man, or if you have an adult who collects things in that world, it works out as well. It is really cool. I'm going to put a link to the app so you can download it and play around with it yourself. And if you get one, send a picture of it to us. We want to see it. Go to themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Episode number 216. And for the uneducated, area code 216 is our fine friend's in the Cleveland, Ohio area. And when I say uneducated, I mean me, myself, 14 minutes ago. (laughs) You didn't know 216 was Cleveland? I did not. Come on. But I do know that we have so many people in the greater Cleveland area who have literally helped us build this podcast and the show that we do on Twitch and kind of everything Carla Marie and Anthony related. Uh, Fred the Mailman 
has been around from the beginning. He Personally delivered, delivering our mail. Yeah. <laughs> in the Cleveland area, in Lorraine, Ohio, to be specific. There's Jess McCaig. She's mm-hmm. been around forever. We have Michelle Rosario. And then we have twin sisters, Kelsey and Megan, who listen. There are so many people. So uh, we definitely missed you, but we love you. Also, shout out to twins in general, because I feel like we have a pair of twins that listens to this podcast <laughs> in like every state. Everywhere. And I do have a fun fact about Cleveland today. Okay. It was the first city to be lit by electricity. Wow. So everyone else was just in the dark and Cleveland was all lit up. Cleveland, the city of lights, they call it. Yeah, I bet. I don't think that's a thing. No. As always, thank you very much for making the Morning Show podcast part of your morning and part of your daily routine. We appreciate that and we don't take that lightly. We will see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast.